This year, OHSU will transition to a new approach to performance management known as Grow Conversations. Instead of a formal annual appraisal, most employees will have regular performance discussions with their manager throughout the year. It's Tuesday, January 16th, and this is OHSU Week. I'm Patrick Holmes. Lisa Carter spoke with Benji Howe and Signa Bishop in HR's Learning and Development Group about the transition to grow and what employees can expect the first year. Benji and Signa, thank you for sitting down with me today to talk about grow. Let's start by talking about something that I think most of us can relate to, and that is how much people dislike traditional annual performance appraisals. Uh, most people, I think whether they're giving an appraisal or receiving one, would say, you know, they put off preparing for them, they kind of dread the conversation, even when the performance is great. Why do you think that is? Well, for the manager, director, leader side, I believe uh, oftentimes it's such a hard, grueling process. It's a lot of administrative work. It's a lot of typing. It's a lot, it, it takes up a lot of time. Um, I think being on the receiving end as an employee, um, it's that you really feel like you're being evaluated, right? So you go through the whole year, and then it's time to be evaluated. And unfortunately, in you know some situations, employees aren't getting regular feedback, so they don't know where they stand. So this is their one time of year to be evaluated as well. So I think that's what makes it tricky. So how is GROW different? So GROW is different that it's uh, more often, it's more frequent. So uh, depending on what mission area, what area of the organization that you're in, it's either quarterly or semi-annual. So it's more frequent than a traditional performance review. The other big difference that's really important and one of the reasons why we're doing this is that GROW is employee-led where our traditional performance reviews were really manager-led, grow is is employee-led, employee-driven. And Signa, walk us through what a typical grow conversation will look like. So a typical grow conversation will start with the employee launching their own review in Compass, completing the short form that is contained within Compass, and submitting that to their manager. They'll then schedule an appointment to sit down with their manager to have the actual GROW conversation. Both the employee and the manager will come sort of prepared for that conversation. And uh, we're really emphasizing that the conversation is the most important part of of this process. So that's where folks are going to spend hopefully the majority of their time and thought and effort. And then the manager will go into Compass after that and will add any additional comments and we'll submit the form and that's when it will be documented. And Benji mentioned one of the biggest differences is that these conversations are employee-led. Can you talk a little more about that? So we're hoping that we're providing tools and resources for folks to be able to walk into the conversation where the employee is really sort of the main facilitator of the conversation. 
we know that that's different than we've normally done this before, and it's going to be a learning experience for everybody. And that's okay, and it's exciting. It's a great opportunity to have these conversations really be focused on development and um, goal setting and to really help managers and employees touch base more often about what those things look like and pursue those topics together. We are also hoping that employees are really going to be the lead in terms of bringing the content to these conversations as well. Before we go on, I should probably ask, what does GROWS stand for? Can you remind us what that acronym means? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, It stands for goals, results, on track or off track, and way forward. How long do we expect a typical GROW conversation to take? We're thinking that they'll probably last anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes, and that's what we're recommending. Since this is a change, the first one or two may take a little bit longer, but 15 to 30 minutes should be about right. Signa, you've been the project manager for Implementing Grow, which is a pretty significant change for the organization. What was the process for involving different stakeholders and socializing the concept of Grow? When we started, we uh, invited a group of our, our stakeholders who are involved in learning and development, um, who've been through some of our classes and who are just regular contributors to our work. We invited about, about 70 folks to participate in helping us think through what GROW could potentially look like at OHSU. We brought them uh, through a variety of lunch and learns our ideas and what we were expecting GROW to look like. And had the opportunity for them to ask really awesome questions of us and tell us what their thoughts and concerns and comments were. And they were able to help highlight some of the things that we, things that we needed to notice about the change. And so we were able to address those as we went based on those folks' comments and feedback. And they've been instrumental also in helping us test out the Compass form and have a demo grow conversation, which is actually why we know it's probably going to take anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes because those folks have tried it out and they told us how long it would take. Uh, And so they've been really awesome in helping us understand what we need to be thoughtful about as we pursue this change. What kinds of resources and tools can both employees and managers look for in terms of kind of helping them start this process? We have a Grow page on O2 that's live right now, and there are several tools, including a smart goals worksheet and um, a FAQ for both managers and employees, as well as a conversation resource guide that are up on O2 right now. We started Grow training last month, and we've had great attendance so far at those trainings. We also will be releasing a couple of videos in the next couple of weeks, one that includes interviews from folks who have already completed a Grow conversation and includes some of their tips and advice for both managers and employees around having those conversations. We're also planning to release a video that includes a couple of demo conversations so folks can see see a grow conversation in action and we'll be able to take some advice from that video. So Grow is now live in Compass. It became available January 1st. What do employees need to do to get started? Anyone is able to access a converse a grow conversation in Compass right now. 
So they can log into Compass. They're underneath the performance tab. There is a one of the drop-down menu options is Grow Conversations. So they will click on that and they'll go in and it will prompt them to launch their Grow Conversation. Let's talk about on-track and off-track. Those are new terms for acidoid tissue when it comes to performance management. What do they mean? That's a very good question, Lisa. And that's a big change to what we've had in the past. One of the things that we know through research and study and literature is the different rankings of performance reviews are one of the issues that a lot of employees have as managers, right? It's hard. What's really the difference between significantly exceeds expectations and exceeds expectations? And it's tricky and it can lead to employee uh, disengagement. So we decided to keep it very simple. Um, You're either on track with your job responsibilities, how you're doing with your goals, how you're doing with core competencies and service principles, or you're not. It's pretty, you know, clear cut. It's either you're on track, doing well, and or you're off track. We really find that most people here are doing great work and are really good employees, so they will be on track. What is the key thing you would want both managers and employees to know during this first year of transitioning to grow? So for me, the the key thing is just to be patient. We are, this is a big change. Uh, we changed it in a relatively short amount of time. We are building the plane as we're flying it. And so as we get started and as employees start driving these conversations and, and managers you know, help facilitate them, it's going to be bumpy and uh, we will make adjustments and we will uh, make, uh, you know, fine tune things as we go. But just to be patient, uh, I think we'll get there as an organization, but it may be, yeah, it may be rocky to begin with, but we'll get there. Yeah. I would really encourage managers and employees to use the resources that we're providing to help facilitate those conversations. You don't have to do this in a vacuum and it's a learning opportunity. So, I think employees should bring their list of prompts that they received in training or that are available on O2, bring those to the conversation. Managers can bring a list of coaching questions that we've got available on O2 to those conversations and work through those together. I think treating it like a learning opportunity for everyone is going to make this a really positive change and help people feel more comfortable with walking into a conversation that maybe a little bit different than what they've had before. And Benji, from your perspective, you mentioned the time that reviews are taking uh, and clearly something simpler and, and less time and more frequent is definitely a benefit. Are there other reasons to transition to the GROW model? To me, it goes back to employee engagement and employee development. One of the things that we have seen, we do have lower employee engagement scores and I really feel like by having these more regular conversations uh, between employee and manager, it will really help increase our employee engagement. Our employees will feel that they um, have a say in their own development, their own careers. They'll get more regular feedback to be more successful in their positions. I think there's something to be said about that these conversations are also intended to be forward-looking for the most part. So it's about what are you going to do over the next quarter. 
perhaps over the next six months? What does the upcoming year look like? Um, whereas traditional performance evaluations are really a look back. Um, and so we're encouraging, we're more making this switch to sort of encourage people to think about the future. And I think that's a different perspective and, and will encourage that piece around employee engagement. Well, thanks very much to both of you for your time today. Thank you, Lisa Carter. Join the OHSU community in reflecting on the life and service of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. as OHSU celebrates Dr. King's dream of equality and justice. Today, I stand before you with the King's immunity, not a credit to my race, the product of opportunity. But there is still much more room for improvement. Health is the new civil rights movement. Demonstrate to integrate, then medicate with Medicaid, with stroke and heart disease like a brutal barricade. We're weighty with weariness and sedentariness. We do want health, but they're not really hearing us. Pollutants executing comorbidities combine as the asthma abounds and the cancer confines. Bodies assailable because crops are not available and for double the price, quality is debatable. Our money buys anything they can fry. The fast food floods the market like a drug supply. With poor info to guide, health rights get denied. Then we're dying to live or living to die. How can we truly celebrate King's life if we don't fight to protect our own? We've got to venerate our vessels and teach the little ones so that they will do the same when they're grown. They claim we're colorblind, but for King to truly shine, we've got to move our bodies as well as move our minds. Strive to eat healthily, learn, tell a friend, to break the shackles of sickness so our lives will extend. Demand our health rights from the powers that be so that we can truly know what it means to be free. King's life was the ultimate price that he paid. The foundation is laid. Now's the time for ours to be saved. Uh, this is um, an important time in our country. It is a difficult time. There have been references um, to the diminishing of many by the leader and leaders of our country. And that's difficult. You know, when I thought about this issue of nonviolence, what I really started thinking about was how difficult it is to be nonviolent when there are those who try to diminish you. You know, it's kind of easy to be nonviolent when things are going along well and you're not threatened and you are doing well. But it's very difficult when there are those trying to diminish you. You heard I lived in Tanzania for um, the time that my husband served as ambassador. It was two and a half years under President Clinton. Tanzania is in East Africa. It's been independent since about 63. Uh, it's been a democracy since then. 
And you know, there are so many, many adjectives that I would use to describe that amazing, spectacular, wonderful country to which my mother didn't want to leave. I mean, she was with us at 85 when we were there, and she did not want to leave. So the words uh, or words that I have heard uttered from uh, the White House about countries like Tanzania really are diminishing and inaccurate. So we have learned to kind of deal with the untruth and the diminishing and kind of say, okay, this may be the last or that may be the last. But I guess today is a time to really reflect on, as my mother-in-law would say, what we're gonna do, what we're gonna do, what we're gonna do. <laughs> so I do have some thoughts um, to share. You've seen this uh, quote and uh, you actually live this quote. You. Uh, are to be commended here on the OHSU campus for the things that uh, you do and have been doing. Uh, and I want you to feel inspired by that little bit of recognition I just gave you, but also feel encouraged because your work does matter and that you have adhered to this quote in your day-to-day -day work looking for equity and justice in healthcare, that is important and it is important to us. I'm gonna close on these two. Coming from his work, Strength to Love, very powerful, powerful work, because it takes a lot of strength to love. But nothing in the world is more dangerous than sincere ignorance and conscientious stupidity the ultimate measure of a man or woman is not where he or she stands in the moments of comfort and convenience, but where he or she stands at times of challenge and controversy. And in this man that we celebrate today, we have both instruction and challenge. And I leave you with his words. Thank you very much. OHSU Week is a production of Strategic Communications. This episode was produced by Lisa Carter and edited by Josh Anderson. I'm Patrick Holmes. See you next week.